Welcome everyone to Simply Living Wellness, where you'll learn how to love yourself, heal yourself, and how to nurture your mind, body, and spirit. So today we're here to talk with my dear friend and teacher, Jean Slater. Hello, Jean. Hi, Donna. I'm so happy to be here. So excited to have you. So Jean Slater is the founder of the Creative Mystic Intuitive and the Higher Guidance Life Coach Certification Program. She's an inspirational speaker and the author of a hugely successful book, Hiring the Heavens. And we're going to talk about that book today. Jean's programs and materials teach down-to-earth, easy techniques for receiving rock-solid intuition that can be trusted for the quickest, most accurate, and relevant insights concerning life's treasure hunt journey. Jean began her journey with over 20 years of experience as a natural health practitioner and a higher guidance life coach. Jean is a certified traditional naturopath, a Reiki master, and an active dowser since 1990. Jean's materials have been featured in noted publications such as First for Women magazine, Science of Mind, New Age Journal, and Conscious Living magazine. Jean was a featured presenter for the Conscious Media Network and Guy MTV. So welcome, Jean. I'm so excited to have you here. So today, Jean's going to tell us about what she teaches in her landmark book, Hiring the Heavens. And I'm so thrilled to share your story with our listeners, Jean, because I have firsthand experience myself of putting your book into practice. So Really excited, but before we get into Hiring the Heavens, can you just tell us a little bit about your background and how did you got to become, a, you know, an author to writing and publishing Hiring the Heavens? Well, you know, the funny thing is, um, my what got me into this actually is, is my whole life set the stage for it, and pretty much my belief system was that God or the celestial realm or whatever term you want to put to it, the universe was at arm's length from me, that, that it was outside of me and could only be approached when I had a big ticket item, something that was worthy of consideration. For example, when I prayed, it would be about to help somebody that was hurting or if I was in crisis and I had exhausted all other possibilities, then I could ask for myself and I could, of course, ask for world peace. <laughs> but I think a lot of people are, are in the same boat that I was in that this, this somehow omnipotent force that we intuitively had a sense that existed it could only be approached if you had a big ticket item and it was certainly outside of us mm -hmm. um, I went through a period of time where I um, let go of everything I let go of any thoughts of religion any thoughts of spirituality I threw the baby out with the bathwater I wanted nothing to do with it you couldn't say the word God to me you couldn't say the word angels to me I, I was in a, a place where if you couldn't see it right in front of your eyes it didn't exist <laughs> mm -hmm. and then I had one of those 
incredible, pivotal moments that changed my whole life from that point on and showed me that there is actually more. <laughs> there's, there, there's, it's not this force that's outside of us and only reachable if we had some sort of worthy prayer. Mm-hmm. And it's not uh, a, something that is um, non-existent and that uh, if you can't see it, it doesn't exist. Instead, what, my, what I was shown was it's real, it's available, it's part of us, it's as close as your next thought, it's available for everything that is, this power is available for us in everything that we do, not only our big projects, but for the most mundane and simple things like organizing your closet or getting a babysitter or just the most everyday things that we can think of. And this whole idea that this this power could be available in everyday life had never, ever occurred to me before, but it was shown to me in those uncertain terms that that is in fact true. And thousands and thousands of people who have read my book have sent me emails of these extraordinary stories that have occurred once they understood too that this was right at their fingertips. Mm, Lovely. So, so at what point then was that moment where you realized that that force or God or universe, whatever you want to call it, is within us instead of outside of us? Because that was another key point, I'm sure. Yeah, no, no kidding. Uh, and it, I will say that it was a slow evolution for me to come to that realization because as I said, I was in a place of complete denial of it. So it took step by step for guidance to show me how this is available to me. But the first thing that happened was with my, or the pivotal moment that happened was when I was working with a client in my naturopathic business. And uh, we were doing a technique where we were going to remove the resistance to five neurotransmitters. Mm -hmm. And this is a technique that I had learned and uh, used muscle testing, which I'm sure your listeners are familiar with that. Mm -hmm. I also use a pendulum to determine what uh, the body required. So we had to do a clearing for five neurotransmitters and the body kept insisting that I name all five. I came up with four neurotransmitters. Neurotransmitters are those chemicals in your brain like norepinephrine and serotonin and dopamine. Mm -hmm. Well, I came up with four of them and could not think of what that fifth neurotransmitter could be. I said to my client, we need to reschedule because your body keeps insisting that I name this fifth neurotransmitter. I need to do some research and we'll come back after I figure out what this fifth neurotransmitter is. And then my client, who is a layperson, the first words out of her mouth were, is histamine a neurotransmitter? No, I don't know about you, Donna, but that would not have been my first thing to say. No, no. I mean, seriously. And I said, no, it's the 
timing isn't a neurotransmitter. It's that stuff that your sinuses produce when you have an allergic reaction. That's why you take an antihistamine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the next moment, I turned around and I pulled a book off my shelf that I had purchased one year prior, but had never opened it. Uh-huh. It was funny, Donna, because, you know, and I, this was without any thought, just boom, 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 these events are happening. I pull the book off and it falls open to a page where histamine's in the title. Wow. So I thought that in itself was pretty interesting. I go, oh, look at this. It's talking about histamine. And wow. then here's what really did it. In the next nanosecond, it's as if something took my eyeballs and pointed them to a line buried in a paragraph. It's the only thing I read on the page. It said, histamine is also thought to be a neurotransmitter. Wow. Wow. And I've heard this story a couple times, and I love it. And thank you for sharing it with our listeners, because that, that is a pivotal moment. It is. You can't explain that with coincidence. That was guided. Mm -hmm. Something had to tell my client or whisper in my client's ear to say is, or to ask if histamine was a neurotransmitter. And when I said, no, it's not, then something had to guide me to pull a book off the shelf. They opened it. They took my eyes, pointed it <laughs> to that line. You just can't, you can't make this stuff up. No. This is not a coincidence, this was clearly guided. And that was my pivotal moment, Donna, where I went from being someone that was in complete doubt of all of this mm. to, wait a minute, something happened that I can't explain? There's more to the story. I need to know what it's about. Yeah, and so that began your journey. And then at what point did you realize you needed to write this book oh. Have it. oh so here's the thing donna and i i know people are going to be able to relate with this at first the only reason i thought that i was getting such help because it, it went from that day to to getting help for everything that was going on in my business i imagined that i had a spiritual physician that was advising me with my clients and i would call upon this spiritual physician as i was driving to work and tell them about the clients that i had coming in and ask for help and i was obviously getting tons of information that that you know i had no reason for even thinking or saying and it would be exactly what my clients needed and then I thought, well, maybe if I've got a spiritual physician and they're helping me because I'm doing a good thing in my work as a traditional naturopath, maybe I can get other assistance with help I need in my business. I need a spiritual secretary. I need a spiritual marketer. I need a spiritual receptionist and, and a time manager and a financial consultant. So I imagined hiring all of those positions on a spiritual level. They, in fact, became my staff, Donna. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. Yeah, I remember you telling the story about the phone calls coming in and all the callbacks you had to do and how you couldn't keep up with it. And you hired the virtual assistant, angelic virtual assistant, and um, the, the phone just stopped ringing, right? I they did. They did. From that point on, my spiritual 
secretary would screen my calls. And it wasn't that I lost clients. It just the opposite happened. My spiritual marketer was out there and my schedule was just jam packed. Mm. But it was I didn't have to spend a ton of time on the phone after my office hours were over returning phone calls. Instead, my spiritual secretary was screening them. And and it was just amazing. I would use that technique if I'd go on vacation or go to a conference. I'd ask her to hold my calls. And she would. I mean, it's just like (laughs) having a spiritual staff (laughs) to help you with your work. There's here, this will tell it all for the next 10 years. This will tell you how effective it was for the next 10 years. My husband was able to stay home with our four kids while I worked just part time. And I never had to hire anyone on the physical level because it was all taken care of for me by my spiritual staff. Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. So about what time frame was that in your life? What what year was that? That was uh, in my 40s going on into 50. Okay, and so then when did you actually start writing the book? You realized you had to get this information out. And for our listeners, that's what Jean's book is about. It's it's about how to do it. And we'll get into a little bit of that in a, in a couple minutes. But it, it's just that, hiring the heavens, hiring the angelic realm to help you do these things that we think can only happen on a physical level. So I know, you know, I just wanted to give a little bit of that background. Absolutely. And here's the big newsflash. Uh-huh. <laughs> and why I say this was kind of a... Uh, an evolution for me because at first when I began this or learned about this process and started putting it to work, I thought the only thing I could hire the heavens for was for my business. And the reason was, is that I justified hiring this force, this cosmic uh, um, resource pool to assist me. I justified it because I was quote unquote doing a good thing, helping my clients. I thought I was still having to be worthy of it, just like what I had originally been raised in where there was this concept of something outside of myself as power, but you could only pray for something worthy, right? Mm -hmm. So I was still in, even though I'd gone through this period of time where I came out of that and I didn't want anything to do with it, once I started getting understanding that there is something there and uh, that that it was accessible to me I was still in the mindset I had to be able to justify it mm-hmm. I, I had to be worthy of it this big worthy cause that you grew up with that that notion of it has to be worthy and big exactly so what happened for me that again changed everything is I thought I would do the most outrageous, audacious thing I could think of. And that was to hire purely for a selfish reason. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it didn't have anything to do with helping anybody else. Yeah. And it was, you know, so minor, so mundane. The first thing I did was uh, I had to, or the first time I 
I ventured out into that realm is when I needed to do some clothes shopping because I was a person that really disliked clothes shopping. I could never find what I wanted. It was always, you know, the wrong price, the wrong color, the wrong size, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and you spend hours and hours shopping and you're so exhausted at the end and you have very little to show for it. So I thought to myself, I wonder if this realm, this, this cosmic realm that, that seems to be available for me in my business, I wonder if I could get help on such a mundane level and something that is just purely for me. I wonder if I could get help with shopping. So I hired a spiritual wardrobe consultant. <laughs> to go with me uh, as we ventured out into the wilds of the mall. <laughs> and I bought 17 outfits that day for just over $200. And that's when I learned that the spiritual realm actually loves a bargain. <laughs> as much as I do. <laughs> that's, that's helpful. <laughs> yes. But see, the crazy thing is that it had never occurred to me I could ask just for myself. And after that experience, oh my gosh, the walls came tumbling down and I began to hire away from the heavens for everything that was going on in my life. I hired a spiritual hairdresser to help me find the perfect hair color. I hired a spiritual party organizer because we put on a big Easter party every every year. So I hired a spiritual, in fact, I put a whole team together, a knock your socks off party, <laughs> party team. And uh, I hired a spiritual mechanic to help me with my car. I hired spiritual, um, you know, uh, when we'd go on a trip, I'd have the attitude adjusters to help my kids be happy on long, long car rides. I hired spiritual interior decorator. It's, you know, the list goes on and on. And I can tell you honestly, Donna, even though that this was written and this experience was a number of years ago, there's not a day that has gone by since that I am not in touch with and talking to my spiritual hires. They are just part of my life now. They assist me with everything that I have going on in my life. And here's the thing. It's like somehow we got this idea that that God in the celestial realm was at arm's length and only approachable in a certain manner. But what if we were wrong about that? What if this power wants to be involved in our every day life and delights in putting a smile on our face, even with the littlest of things, what if that's the level they want to be involved? Mm, mm, and you discover that it is. <laughs> I it did. is the level they want to be involved. Yeah, I mean, I use it myself. I, 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 have, I have found lost items. I have made connections that were just of great significance that just seem to come out of nowhere that help me find jobs or, um, you know, other um, situations that have assisted me. I, I, I'm known for always getting a parking spot up front. So people know that about me because <laughs> it always happens because I ask for the assistance and I expect it. And 
I always get a parking spot right out front, wherever I'm going. It's, it's amazing. So, you know, I, I just encourage our listeners to get your book, Hiring the Heavens. It's an adorable little book. It'll, you can read it in a day. It's so exciting. In fact, it's hard to put down. But before we end, we just have a few minutes left. I, I'd love to hear a little bit more about the rules. And, you know, what, before we get into rules, actually, let's, let's just talk about what happens when you don't get the assistant. Because I know that's crossing people's minds. It crossed mine. You know, there is a piece of jewelry that I've lost years ago that I have asked for help finding, and it hasn't come to me yet. And it might yet, but it might not. So, I mean, it doesn't. You know, what about when it doesn't work? Can you talk a little bit about that? So uh, that's such a great question. What I encourage readers to do and the listeners to do is to just get the book, read it, and start playing with it. What's going to happen on a very subtle level without you even knowing that's what's going on is it will transform your awareness of who you really are. And that might sound like a big statement, but there isn't any other way to put it. It really will transform your perception of who you think you are. And it will help you to realize your divine self. Now, how is that answering your question? The thing of it is, is that as you play with this and you work with it and you realize the assistance that you have available to you, and you understand more and more about who you are, you're going to have a ton of successes that are going to prove to you in no uncertain terms, there won't be any other explanation for it, that this is indeed real. But, but you'll also have no need to go into that place of testing and saying, well, now you need to prove it to me at 100% of the time. <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. for an example, I have had... Such miracles happen in my life, and we don't have the time to go into it, but I have had such miracles happen in my life, and I have had my, my clients and my friends and people write to me of just flat-out miracles that, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that this is real, that this happens. But if one, one or two times and it's not happening, I don't go into doubt immediately. Uh, you know, we might think, you might think that, okay, you've proven this, you know, 10 times. Now you, this time it didn't work. Therefore it doesn't work at all. Well, no, it's not like that. And so what I always say is don't go, once you work with this for a while, you'll have no need to doubt. You'll have no yeah. need to go to that place. Well, um, this, this time when I asked for the jewelry, it didn't show up. Therefore, it doesn't work. You won't go to that place. You'll just go kind of like what I was hearing in your vo voice, Donna, that, well, it may still appear. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it was never meant to come back to me either, right? I mean, in some cases. Right. But you're not, not going into this place. Yeah. Well, forget it. It doesn't yeah. work. And I and that's what I'm saying, what will happen as you work with this and play with it. And the reason you'll have that certainty is because you'll begin to truly get who you are as a divine being. And then, then all that other stuff kind of falls away. You don't need to have this absolute proof every single time. Exactly. And there will be so many successes that 
it truly will seem miraculous. I mean, it, that, that's what I experienced and it, it really is a beautiful thing. So, and it's so easy to do. So just to wrap up then, let's talk about the rules. So people think that in order to talk to their higher self or talk to God or, um, you know, they have to first meditate for 10 minutes and then um, get in this meditative state and then say a little prayer and then ask for what they want or, you know, whatever the ritual might be. It's just crazy. But talk a minute about how we can ask for this assistance. Are there any mm, rules can, around it? Yeah, you get to do it however you want to do it. The rule is that there are no rules. Talk to your spiritual hires just like you would talk to somebody standing right in front of you. Um, you w may do it as a request. You may do it in a singing voice. You may do it, um, you know, just on the fly as you're driving down the road. Um, you don't have to do any kind of meditation. You don't have to do a certain amount of time in prayer. There's nothing. You don't even have to be doing a good thing. <laughs> you know, this is all available to you because of who you are. And, um, and you, the readers will see this as they read the book. There's an excellent explanation of this whole process and why it works. And as soon as you see why it works, it'll be a no brainer. You'll understand. No, there are no rules. I can just ask. Period. Mm -hmm. Yay! I love it. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Jean. Um, it's been a pleasure to have you here, as always, and have you in my life. So tell our listeners, how can they learn more about you? How can they get the book, Hiring the Heavens? Let's just wrap up with that, because uh, I, know, I know people are going to want to know more. They can find me at my website. They can go to jeanslater.com. And Slater is spelled with two T's. So it's J-E-A-N for Jean. And Slater is S-L-A-T-T-E-R.com. Creative Mystic is also the same website. It'll get you to the same place. So if you can remember creativemystic.com. And my book is available there. It is also available on Amazon. It's like you said, it's an easy read. It's fun. It's enjoyable. It's very inspirational. And I can tell you that it was written by my spiritual book writing team. And they were amazing. <laughs> Yay. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you again. And thanks to all, all our listeners. And I look forward, Jean, to having you back real soon. We're going to talk about your higher guidance life coaching program and what it means to talk to higher guidance. So very excited to have you back again and thank you again for today and have a beautiful day, everyone.